Hello, Outposters, and welcome back to another fabulous, incredible, amazing live stream of Outpost Frequencies, where half of us don't show up. That's right. And the other half of us are not prepared and didn't do anything, and we wish we were dead. So, Sean, how are you doing, sir? I'm excited to be here. I can tell. (laughs) Based in blood again. That's wonderful. Uh, (laughs) Boba is still uh, hung up with uh, just real-life work stuff. Uh, There's... uh, I think he works at a Home Depot. He's selling lots of kitchens for some reason in January. Yeah. Uh, and, no. Uh, yeah. And Matt is dead. So. Rest in peace, Matt. Rest in peace. We mourn him. He is he is faced out of the toilet as we speak. So I think he wants to go out like Elvis. I think that's he, the plan. He wants to go out the way he came into the world. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> his 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 mom had him in a gas station toilet. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> that, that's exactly what I was implying. <laughs> hey, we all have a past. Yeah. Uh, now they they yeah. Matt is ill and, and Boba's working, but hopefully we'll be back up at full strength here in a few weeks. Um, oh, and- never, I will not be. <laughs> next week i should say that right off the bat uh, that's why that's why i hedged my bets there yeah. <laughs> with a few <laughs> weeks yeah very open-ended there yeah uh so, so uh I, I i think that's probably a good time anyway because we're in the middle of fu it's january and uh i can tell you right now the biggest the big story right now is that avatar has just broken uh, $2 billion at global box office, and I'm beginning to feel like uh, I am legend. You know, when, when I'm the only normal person left and everybody else is a soulless vampire, then you are mm-hmm. the monster. And I'm beginning to think that that's where I'm at now. What is wrong with you people? Mm. This movie sucked ass. I don't understand. I don't, <sighs> even, hear, I don't even hear normies talking about it. Right. I don't like hear I've, anybody talking about yeah, it. It's almost like I forgot that it was even out there. How it's hitting that much, I don't know because I don't sit. Nobody's talking about it. Well, you know? it's because there ain't shit out. Um, but I, I mean, I, I guess it's well, there isn't anything out as far as big budget blockbuster. But the one movie I did see that's come out in January is Megan. And people mm. are talking about Megan. Whether I mean, I can't say that it was amazing or anything. It was just f- dumb fun, mm-hmm. which it, there's nothing wrong with that, you know? No, nope, It, not it at knows all. what it is. It absolutely knows what it is, and it's not trying to Megan, make some statement about artificial intelligence or anything. It's just trying to be a, a weirdo with, with, a, with a little bit of a interesting visuals to it and when you yeah. have the weird doll dancing in the hallway and everybody memes it and then everybody's got to go see the movie and you're making your money back well done you've done your job is that a blumhouse production i believe so yeah it seems to be like it's got blumhouse written all over it to me yeah i could be wrong i i do wish they would film these a little less I, I don't know how to explain it, but the director of photography films these so dreary and so serious looking. Yeah. Everybody comes across like they're so serious. And I'm like, this is not a serious movie, you know? 
Yeah. En- enjoy yourselves a little bit. You know, put put a little bit more pop into the visuals, I think. I hate um, that. I hate that washed out monochrome look of everything anymore. Yeah, you know? maybe that's what it is. I just I'm not I'm not impressed with that, but there are some fun visuals in it. Um, I mean, she takes one of those hedge trimmers to make its face, and it cuts her all up. And it's, it, you know, it, mm-hmm. it, it, I, I, I mean, my problem with it, and I, you know, you and I were talking about it in the pre-show, but my problem with it is that I'm too much of a Star Trek sci-fi fan. So the idea of artificial intelligence coming to life, there's a lot of different ways that you would expect it to come to life and see it come to life. And it's it it wouldn't come like a mean girl that's been around the block a few times, you know what I mean? Yeah. She has it's just the way she responds to things. But if you turn off your brain for that part of it, and you just say, "I just want to see killer robot doll flip out and do crazy things," and you know, it, it is Blum. That. It is Blumhouse, by the way. I looked. I it thought up it was. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I it's got all credits. the. Tri- that I, I really, I've, I'm, I've almost come to think of Blumhouse as like our current version of Canon Films in a way. In uh, some ways, yeah, yeah it's just a little ways. too self serious sometimes. Canon was yeah. just like they embraced the lunacy; they did not give a fuck. Yeah, and they, 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 they made a lot of cheap pictures, and they knew they were cheap pictures, and they embraced the cheapness, which made them kind of awesome. Yeah, and here they're trying to be—they're trying to look like a much more expensive film and much better than what they are. It's like it's—it's it's a fucking robot doll trying to kill people. Why? Why you got to be so self-serious? About how that, did you know? so on on that on that theme? How did you like um, Upgrade? Another Blumhouse that I, I personally actually, thought was a very good movie. Yeah, I actually quite liked Upgrade. Upgrade was trying to be a sci-fi movie, and it wasn't—it wasn't comedic. Right. And the tone and the look worked much better yes. for that movie. Um, what what I thought that this was this was like a, a, Megan could be this generation's Chucky. Yeah. And what I find funny is that Chucky was a doll, and this would have worked better for the way Megan acted. But Chucky was a doll that got um, possessed by a serial killer. Right, just before yeah. he died, he put his soul into Chucky and then that was the, the thing. As it happened. Re- that, that old chest. As, as you do. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, I've heard it once. I've heard it a thousand times. You got to keep yeah. these guys away from the Chucky dolls. Um, but they remade Chucky. What? Mm. Three or four years ago, something like that. I think Mark Hamill did the voice. Was but it that, that long one, ago? Was it already that long ago? It's been a while. I think oh, it was man. pre-pandemic. Oh God, I could Thanks. be wrong. I don't oh, know. Yeah, it was, it was... you're right. You're right. I mean, a lot's kind of happened since. The <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you've been reading the papers, but yeah. Uh, yeah. The the problem with the Chucky is that they they went away from the supernatural elements and they made it a uh, an AI gone amok. Uh. And it didn't work. I mean, it, it got panned and it didn't work because it didn't really embrace the silly side of Chucky enough. They were trying to yeah. get back to the horror elements. But it's the silly side of Chucky that makes him so memorable. Yeah. And in Megan, it is an AI that's gone amok, but it might as well have been 
it, it felt more like they had put an actual person into Megan and she's just a murderous psychopath. Yeah. Rather than an AI trying to figure out and, you know, malfunctioning or something. You know um, what? It, it reminds me of the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror where they're just like, oh, here's your problem. And he flips the switch from <laughs> evil to good. Hey, here's your problem. You got this <laughs> yeah. set to evil. There you yeah. go. <laughs> I'll, make, I'll cook breakfast for you. Uh, yeah. uh, Back when it was still good, you know. Yeah, that that is a classic. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I th- there's some problems with Megan. There's some things I could have done to make it better. I think, but for a dumb fun movie that you just want to be entertained and you're in and out. I mean, it's like, it's a, it's a buck 42. It's not long. Mm. Um, so you're, you're in and out in just over 90 minutes. Mm. And so it doesn't overstay. It's welcome. And you know, like the CEO, he's a, he's a complete douchebag and you wonder how he ever got to be CEO and that kind of stuff. Yeah, of course. Corporate Dick Jones. Yeah. But I mean, like in RoboCop, that works, and in this one, it's like you're not, you're you're just you're just too sad for me to hate, <laughs> mm. you know. Um, but that, there you go. I mean, you can't have somebody that incompetent in real life. And then you find out. I, I don't know if you've been watching the news with the Nancy Pelosi or the or the the the, the Paul Pelosi, the the yeah, the hammer, hammer yeah. time. Yeah, the the chess cam video or whatever they call it. Um, and he gets hit by a hammer. He's all drunk and everything. He's called. And then the weirdest thing, because that isn't the weirdest thing, believe it or <laughs> yeah, not. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah. The weirdest thing is that Nancy Pelosi has a fucking exorcism seance with witches. Do you remember back in like 2010, 2011 when the Tea Party, that's what they called the MAGA back there, the Tea Party. And you had this one girl, and I can't remember her name, but she was running for for Congress. And, like, when she was in college or something, she was a Wiccan, and she grew out of it. You know, like, y'all go through stupid phases. But she had to come on. She says, I'm not a witch. She had to do, like, a campaign commercial on this, which really just came across, like, I'm not a witch. It's like, oh, I, I, I believe you, like, the guy... <laughs> That says, I'm honest, Joe's used cars. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're obviously a witch. But I mean, she wasn't. And everybody knew that, yes, having somebody who believed in that nonsense in Congress would probably not be the kind of person you want in Congress. And yet, the Speaker of the House for the last 20 years on and off is casting spells and having exorcisms. She's fucking 80. This mm. girl was like in her 20s when she's young and stupid. You're 80. Why do you keep voting for these people? The funny thing about that, too, is Nancy claims to be like a devoted Catholic. And all that would be like big top heresy, <sighs> you know. It's the, the way these, the ruling class, their beliefs and. They're psychotic, pop, lunatic they children they are and we and you keep voting for them or just keep sucking the corporate dick like these people know anything they're morons well better than a republican no it's not Mm. shut up i'm just watching this going this is more entertaining than any movie that's coming out right now we're 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 veering off here let's now that i know i know (laughs) i just i i just like I kept thinking of that. It's like, well, this guy wouldn't be that incompetent. And then you watch the news. It's like, yeah, maybe they would be. Yeah, oh, probably. God. 
So, yeah, I I liked Megan. I recommend it. I don't ex- don't go in there with like Oscar expectations or a, a classic for the ages or anything. But it's a fun new character that they could do something with later on cuz you know she's saved her shit into the cloud. She'll come back. Yeah, of course. In fact, I think they even did something at the end and said, "Oh, yeah, she's coming." But they had sequel bait written all over it, which is fine. Yeah, it's um fine. so but the character itself, I mean, just the juxtaposition and the creepiness, like she could be kind of cute. Like you could see this being something that maybe kids would like, but it was, it her. I mean, I don't know why they decided that when they did the silicone mold that they set it to resting bitch face. Mm. <laughs> but it's like you couldn't have you couldn't have made it a smile or something like that was the default was kind of a pleasurable smile. No, it was resting bitch face. It's they like were. if they saw this on a shelf, nobody would buy it. <laughs> looks 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 just like one of those uh, Japanese sex dolls. <laughs> it's so creepy. <laughs> but hey, you know what? I'm I'm a, i was on board. Um yeah. You know, if it could, if it could get through this crusty old man who's, you know, hates everything these days, <laughs> you did something. Well, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad something warmed your heart. <laughs> something warmed my heart. Uh, yeah. this, this vicious murdering doll. <laughs> What's the body count? Uh, Is, does it does it have a high body count? It does not. It has. Let's see. It has a. It does kill a kid though, which I do. Oh. I did appreciate. Because it almost never kills kids. Now, the kid was the most vicious, one-dimensional bully you could ever find. Yeah, He was the worst kid in the world. (laughs) In the very beginning, uh, or when you first meet him, the the mother is talking to the the protagonist, the the aunt of the girl that she's taken in. That's the story. Her her parents died, and she takes in the girl that she uses Megan to try to connect with the girl, and everything goes wrong. But she takes the girl to this school outing or something like that, and the boy is there, and she's talking with the mother of the boy. And she's like, "Yes, they're they're so precious at this age. Good luck, Billy." And Billy looks at her and goes, "Fuck off, mom!" <laughs> like, oh, and I was like, "Going, oh, he's dead." <laughs> yeah. they, did, they didn't didn't even pull any punches. <laughs> Are these high school kid, age kids in the movie? No, nah, they're they're preteen, oh, like okay. ten. You know, okay. uh, but That's I mean, it's like they didn't even bother to get try. You know, like the kid wasn't trying to pull one over. Like he yeah. had like maybe one other dimension. No, he's just a prick. <laughs> it's like I'm okay, sur- he's dead. I'm surprised there wasn't a scene where he goes off and kicks a puppy or something. Um, no, but he does. You know, he gets on top of May and starts beating the shit out of her while she's kind of inert until mm. she's had enough, and then just murders him or. First, she pulls his ear off, which is pretty hilarious. And then mm. he, he ends up running away from her. And, you know, they they, they kind of went into that where it, when the robot is doing things because can bend a certain ways, maybe she's damaged or maybe she's running weird, that you get kind of that possessed girl crap instead of more robot crap. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Yeah. So I, I if they were going to make her possessed, just make her possessed. But if you're going to do AI, then make it more sci-fi robot shit. So nah, that's just me. But it, again, I don't want to down, downgrade the movie too much. It was it was fun. I had fun. Mm. That's all I ask. 
Good enough. Uh, so before we get into Oscars, one of the Oscar nominations is Triangle of Sadness, which I saw this weekend. Is it an Isosceles Triangle of Sadness? or Maybe. The Triangle of Sadness is this little triangle here in, mm-hmm. in between your two eyebrows. That's what they say. Oh. So it's like, can you lighten up your triangle? Because when you're scowling, you know, it makes the triangle mm. of sadness or something. Oh, okay. It's, uh, everybody's talking a lot about this movie. I, I did, for the most part, enjoy it, but it's, it's, it seems to be like making fun of the weirdo rich who think they're kind of above it all because they eat weird things or they do weird things or they make lower people do weird things and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, the ostentatiousness of it all. But when you film it like a pretentious asshole douchebag, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, when yep. it feels so pretentious. It's like, how are you any different yeah. to a certain extent? And then what happens is, is that you got these two people and one of them is a, a male model and he's he, he's dating a female model who's an instagram influencer and they get they have this little thing at the beginning where they're talking about how she manipulates to get what she wants and he doesn't get to he doesn't mind paying for the food but when she says she's going to pay for the food and then plays games like he's going to pay for the food it's this weird argument it just feels very I mean, to me, it's like, why can't you guys just be honest with each other and just, you know, be done with it? But no, we got to be all manipulative and and surface level and, you know, petty. And so then, and that was part of the problem with this movie. There's not very many, there's there's almost no likable people in it, which doesn't help. Mm. So then they, they get invited onto this luxury cruise ship and it's not like a carnival cruise line. It's like one of those mid-sized ships for those super uber rich. Oh yeah, and um, and they get onto it free because they have enough clout that they can you know show off the ship and you know get a lot of right. influence that way. And then they got all these weird people on there. Some of them are just like like there's this old couple, this old German couple who got rich making weapons and <laughs> mostly mostly grenades, right? Yeah, and. The captain is played by Woody Harrelson. He's drunk most of the time, and he and he he doesn't you know mingle with the passengers. But he's he's obligated to do at least a captain's dinner. So he decides to do the captain's dinner on the night that there's going to be somewhat of a storm and everything's moving around. And one of the rich women, she she thinks she's trying to be nice to the underlings, so she tries to get them to swim and have a good time. So she she asks all the underlings to come up and slide down the slide and have a swim because she's being nice. She thinks she's being nice. Really, she's just getting in their way. And all the cooks go, and if they, you know, by the time they get back, some of the food has gone bad. So then you get to the night of the captain's dinner. Everything's moving around. (laughs) Everything's a mess. And the waves are hitting, and they're trying to serve the meal, and half the food's gone bad, and people are seasick, and it just becomes a nightmare of diarrhea and throw up, and the and the sewage system in the in the boat can't handle it, and the toilets overflow, and there's shit all over the <laughs> floors, and it's just awful. And then the next day, uh, pirates come after the ship, like Somali pirates or something, mm-hmm. and uh, 
the funniest moment in there is when they they toss a grenade on the ship and it goes right in front of that couple and she picks up the grenade she goes Winston, isn't this one of ours boom <laughs> <laughs> that that made me laugh out loud so then they end up on what they think is a deserted island and they're a bunch of rich people or you know in the case of the influencers, just no discernible life skills. They don't know what to do, and they're just kind of getting by as best they can. And then this woman who is one of the maids, she's like a Hispanic maid, um, and she is able to, she has some life skills. She knows how to make a fire. She knows how to cook fish. She knows how to catch fish. She knows how to do things. And so immediately the power goes to her head. She begins running the island like a Lord of the Flies thing. <laughs> so... If it's against the rich, if she if he's trying to say the rich are ostentatious or whatever, I think he's what he's trying to say it doesn't matter the circumstances because it's all relative. The amount yeah. of wealth you have is all relative. If you're on a deserted island, then having a bunch of extra fish makes you extraordinarily wealthy, in which case you could be a complete asshole, even though you were the person that was, you know, mopping up floors just a couple of nights ago, right? Yeah. So... I guess he's saying anybody gets power and wealth will turn into a complete and utter asshole. So I guess nobody should have anything more than anybody else. I don't know if that's some sort sounds of communist like, thing. Yeah, it sounds like commie shit to me. Yeah. And then there's something about gender roles because the, uh, the male model is kind uh, of okay, hot, okay. cucked by his uh, wife, uh, but then the and then he ends up doing sexual favors for the Spanish maid. So that he can get extra fish for him and his his girlfriend. I I, I don't know. I mean, it it wasn't. It it just I it's all over the place, and everybody was talking about it like it's so amazing. I'm like going, I, I don't know. I don't think it's you know you know why? Because it's one of those movies that's actually kind of you know uh, not subtle, not nuanced, but it's but it's got enough of all the things that make all the pseudo intellectuals light up so they're like oh it's so sophisticated it really has something to say i was like what does it have to say everybody's an asshole if they have some if they have more than somebody else i don't i don't believe that yeah thanks we all know we all we all we've heard this before yeah we know Uh, it's like i i I mean this guy is probably in the hollywood bubble the hollywood media bubble and, and probably is hobnob with more than enough rich people so probably in his world, everybody is like that. And from what I've seen for the last couple of three, five years or more, everybody at that level does seem to be like that. They're holding seances or exorcisms while they're eating their $20,000 worth of ice cream or bullshit. You know, I mean, they're, they're awful people. So, But if that's the only people you know and you don't want to – and you think anybody that doesn't agree with you is like worse or something, it's like – it just feels like projection, I guess. Mm. The whole movie felt like projection to me. Yeah. So, I mean, it's put the, together that, nice, but it, that's kind of Hollywood's two-note thing about that sort of uh, society, right? It's either everybody that's not rich and lives in Manhattan is a peon, or everybody you know that's not rich yeah. is better, and all the everybody that even has a middle-class house is somehow an evil racist. That that's all they yeah. got. That's that's all we do two. is we work all day and just fucking pay our taxes and get shit yeah. out by everybody else. But well, whatever. Yeah. I I just I'm looking at it going okay. First of all, it has that really annoying style. This wasn't as bad as some of these indie pretentious movies I've seen, but it, it's that really annoying style of scene, 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 
scene. It's not like transitions. There's not a flow to it. It's just one scene, then the next scene, then the next moment, then the next moment, next moment, next moment. You know, that that really hard yeah. swap between moments. It's it, it isn't as bad as some others I've seen where it's just random moment to random moment. You're trying to follow what's going on and there's no flow to it. I mean, I'll give a Hollywood blockbuster in an MCU movie. At least there's a flow to it. At least I never feel like I'm lost trying to figure out what's this next scene or why did we just switch over to this character here out of nowhere. This one isn't as bad as those, but it's just an annoying thing that I think is a stand-in for being uh, having something to say. I, I just feel like it's just a pretentious way of editing, and I don't like it. Um, I, obviously it's going to win best picture all the way around. You think so? For <laughs> I, real? Yeah. Cause it sucks. And that's what they, that's what they vote for now. Some things that's that true. suck or they perceive as saying something. Yeah. Important. Something deep. Yeah. Something yeah. about the human condition right there. I mean, my, my, my wish is for everything everywhere all at once, but. You know, that's it, it probably it probably will. I think it will. I hope so. I think it actually deserves it. And, I, and I can understand why it's not everybody's cup of tea, but I feel like it at least did some amazing things. And it does. It does have a lot of depth and layers to it. it the more you uh, more you watch it. But I don't know. I can understand that, why people don't. I can understand it. It's not. I know. It certainly is. It. I mean, this is just. Yeah, everybody sucks. OK, you know, I think about, you know, I think part of it was is that I thought it was going to be a slightly different than what it was. Like I was expecting something different and it will, when it was not what I thought it was going to be. And then it, it also, I didn't think it was like that original, but uh, those two things together really soured me on it. Maybe I need to like rethink my, my stance on I, that. But. I, I think what I liked most about it is the juxtaposition of the, the ordinary, the banal, the, with the extraordinary and that it's the ordinary and banal that makes the life worth living, not these big epic moments. I mean, that that's what I kind of liked about it. Cause we, we watch these big epic movies, you know, world ending. And it's like, yeah, those things are important, but it's also the small moments that are just important for an individual person's life. You know, just making those connections between a mother and a daughter is the most important thing in their life. And why, why should that be, you know, if they can't make it work, that's the end of their world. And so I, I kind of liked that idea. And I, it's just, just, it had a lot to say and it did it very well. And, the, and, and the fact that doing as much as they did, that it was a complete and utter clusterfuck is pretty amazing. So, yeah, no, it just seemed like internet meme the movie to me, you know, Oh, look at the random, look how random, look how random. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think I think that's a lot in the first half, but when you know what the I'm second saying, half, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I, though, I, I get, I get it. I, yeah, yeah, I, I just, I think it's more than that, and I appreciate that. Uh, I, I still think the hero of the movie was uh, short round, though. I really did. Absolutely, he was. He was definitely the best person in the movie. Mm-hmm. And the other, the the women are the ones that had to get their shit together. Oh, both the the daughter and the mom both are awful. Yeah, but they but they overcome that and they become better by the end. Even Jamie Lee Curtis becomes a better person by the end. And I like that. It's like, oh, the the only person that's good in there is the dad. 
What, no, usually, what a breath of fresh air. I know, usually. That's, yeah. You got to give it that, right? I mean, yeah. they did not make they did not make the women in there look like decent people. And that and but they became decent people. They overcame it. They learned, they grew. I I'm, I'm fine with that. But I mean, I like that the it wasn't the default of like but the husband is a piece of shit. It was worthless. No. Yeah. He was the only good person in the whole thing. And he was the one that brought her back you, you know that inspired her i was like on oh, that what a nice i hey k hugh kwan you deserve the golden globe you absolutely yeah. deserved it so but triangle of sadness i'm not i was not oh, as wait, impressed wait, did, with did he win an award for that he won the golden globe for best oh, supporting actor good for him yeah good for him who knew absolutely. that who knew that short, short round, round slash uh, what's his name from the good? What's he? What's he called? The Goonies. Uh, uh, what? Oh, cassette? No, what no, that terrible cassette. That's racist. No, <laughs> Japanese make all the good electronics. That's not racist. He's, that's a compliment. He's not even Japanese. That was racist. He's not Japanese. I thought he was. No. Does that name sound like a Japanese name to you? Yeah. Oh my God! You are racist. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a it's a lot of it's a lot of weird syllable sounds. I have no oh. idea. Uh, data. He was data. Data. Yeah, yeah. See, I was that far off. No, in, you're in close. In 1985, you saved all your programs on your computer on a cassette tape. So you were right. That was a that was a super I, nerd. You know, only a nerd would know that. But you're right. I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you put up an article today on Oscars So White. Let me bring it up here. Um, I will share it for everyone to see so everybody can see what a extraordinarily racist prick you are. <laughs> they already know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Uh, our Oscars still so white with all the woke drivel and virtue signaling that we are forced to suffer. It was very amusing to see a new article from Zero Hedge reporting on the status of black representation in Oscar nominations. Zero Hedge is not a woke site, so enjoy. Now, did you just lift and shift, or is this your... I did. No, no, no. Okay. I didn't. Only thing that I wrote was that little intro paragraph. The rest of it's from Zero Hedge. Okay, so I better change it to quotes. Um. Michelle Yeoh was nominated for an Academy Award in her lead role in the independent flick Everything Everywhere All at Once. The Malaysian Chinese actress is the first woman of Asian descent to be nominated for Best Actress category. When disregarding Natalie Portman, who has U.S. and Israeli citizenship. Israel is in Asia. I know. I thought that was an odd... I mean... It's technically Asia, I guess. It is West, yeah, West Asia or something like that, they call it. I don't know. Could be. It could be far Eastern European, I suppose. I don't know. <laughs> is Mediterranean a continent? No. Uh, this isn't school. However, knock, it off. knock it off. This isn't school. <laughs> <laughs> however, yeah, I wouldn't want you to learn anything in this. Uh, however, as Statista's Florian Zant reports, while Milestone has received wide 
widespread coverage, there's also been voices criticizing the lack of Black Best Actress nominees this year, showing that eight years after the hashtag Oscars So White, the discussion about diversity in the Academy Awards is still ongoing. I, You know, I mean, it's like, how many movies have Black actors and actresses in them? I Every mean, one of them, do. It really. Well, you know, now but I mean... I, and I don't mean uh, that are Oscar worthy. Let's say. Yeah, I don't even mean first up for the force diversity. I just mean there's there is, but I think what they want is like oh the all black actor movie. You know they all want. You know what I mean? It's like they. I don't know what they want. Honestly, I don't know what they want because it's certainly not going to change. You know, I mean, what are you going to do with Avatar? What are you going to do with with Marvel movies where? Most of the characters created were back in the 50s and 60s when, you know, we were predominantly white country and it's just the way it was. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm fine that they made Black Panther and, and the Black Panther movies, but not the way they did them. I would have liked to have, I honestly would have liked to have seen a very good Black Panther movie because there's some very good Black Panther stories out there. And I would have absolutely said it's like if you put forced white people in there he's like yeah why are they in there it doesn't make any sense it's an african continent yeah but i'm 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 always looking at this in terms of authenticity not diversity yeah and that's and, and i they can't seem to understand the difference between them and i don't know how to show this kind of thing i mean there's been some movies recently. I, I'm trying to remember which one I saw, but there was a, plenty of diversity in the movie that made no difference to me yeah. because it wasn't the thing that was important to the movie. They were just interesting characters that happened. The Expanse, I think, is one of those type of shows that does that. Um, and there's some others. But then when you see something like uh, Bridgerton, where it portrays like, Victorian England, yeah, and there's just nothing. There's like piles of black people there. It's like that. That's that wasn't the way it was. What are you doing? How am I supposed to enjoy this way? It doesn't. I I just can't get past the fact that this doesn't look authentic to me. Yeah, it's like what's the and, po- and, I don't understand. Like what's the point of doing this other than to just do it and be like, if I see a Godzilla movie, a Toho movie where Godzilla is destroying Tokyo. I, I want to see Japanese people running away from the giant lizard. Why? Yeah. Because there's nothing but Japanese people in Japan. That's where, the way it is. There's nothing wrong with the way it is. That's what I don't understand. Why is that wrong? Why is know. it bad? I don't understand uh, it. So you got your nominations here. And 14 Oscar wins in big five categories with black, Asian, or Latin American participants since 2016. I I feel like the way they do this, it's like there's the default, which is white, and then everybody else, which is some sort of weird subhuman category. They pretend they're not being racist, but the way they portray everything just feels so icky to me. <laughs> it does. It feels so gross. It's like you're projecting. You know they're projecting all their own racism on us. I don't know why they insist on doing that because I have plenty already. I don't need theirs. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They. It, it's so funny how they go. It really is that that um, 
what is it? The, why, uh, why? Expect low ex the race the subtle racism of low expectations. Yeah. The bigotry of low expectations. Bigotry, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there is some truth to that. It's like I don't understand why these these people who are actors and actresses that their most important attribute is their is the way they were born, the one thing yeah. that they can do nothing about. It's like, isn't it more important that they are a good actor or actress? No. Why does you know? Not anymore. Did, did, I did. I didn't give. I didn't give two shits in the Matrix that Lawrence Fishburne was the captain of the ship. Why? Never. Lawrence even, Fishburne is a kick-ass actor, no, and he never, had gravitas in that role. Never even occurred to me to think about it. No. The but now, way, the same way as it never even occurred to me that the 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 nominal hero and of the original Now Living Dead is a black guy. You know, you don't even you don't even think about it. I look at these people. And they make they make all these decisions based on nothing but race, or they, sexual, or sexuality, or, or sexuality. They they do. Whoops, wrong one. Sorry. Uh, they they put all this. They they make all their decisions based on race, which is racism. Period. Amen. And then. Whereas I didn't notice it before because it was a secondary. If if at all, if it was a thing, it was not it was not a, a thing that that they paid attention to. It was more important to get the right actor in the right role. Mm. There was a time where I didn't care about the race because it didn't it it never was well germane that, to the story. I mean, there there was times that I care. Like if the act if it's from a well known previous existing IP and the and the person is very described as either black or white or whatever, and then they're like, oh, we're gonna make the movie. Oh, he's it oh this white woman is now a black man <laughs> you know it's uh, or they just right do, like if they're know? gonna do if they're gonna do the joe montana story i don't want to see the lady from hidden figures in it you yeah. know i mean it's and that well, wouldn't make sense or, or and i they, understand that or vice make, versa if you're doing the malcolm yeah. x story i, I don't want to see scarlett johansson playing yeah. malcolm x Ryan Gosling is well, the actually, next black Well, actually, I kind of do now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now that you say that, I kind of... Now that I say that out loud, it's like, well, wait yeah. a minute. <laughs> no, nah, I, I mean, seriously, it's, it just wouldn't make any sense. No, but so, they yeah, do that all the time now. But, but you know, that's just... And it's almost like they rub your face in it just to... It's like they know it's going to be a bad movie. So what they do, they start audience baiting, I think, is what What's-His-Face labeled it. Well, they, it. Do, they do it... They do it not because I'm the, the thing that gets me so pissed off, and I've said this before, is not because I'm racist or that I care about the color of the actor. It's because you think I do, yeah. And it's 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 your own nasty bigotry on your own fucking race, or at least people that you don't know or you think you're above. It really pisses me off. I don't care about the race, but you have made it clear that you think I do, and it's obvious and it's stupid. And we, we see it every time you do it. And it's, it, we don't, what do you expect us to do? And then when we react, say, see, they were racist the whole time. It's like, because yep. you, you, you fucking weighted the scale. You put your thumb mm. on the scale. Oh, that reminds me. I, I think I need to clear up something, a major mistake on the website. Stark posted that thing about the new Doctor Who and the new actor being a gay oh, black the, man. The, the, yes. And I said that he was he was getting confused. That was not Doctor Who. That was Doctor W H O, and it's going to be about 
<laughs> it's going to be about the world health about, organization yeah it's going to be about the world health organization trying to track down the uh, origination origin the originating point of the aids virus africa set in the 80s i think he got really mixed up on that so n- don't everybody That's get a- outraged yeah this, hey, he's going to go back in time he's going to go back in time and make crickets the main staple of food <laughs> instead of cows yeah so yeah. that will all be in the pods eat the bugs cut off our genitals you know yeah solve all of humanity's problems yeah, exactly. So he, I'm not a fan of that show, nor never cared. But I know, like Dean and some of the Brit, the British friends are. But uh, I don't see them take. They're not. They don't seem to be reacting too well to this news of, of that. Speaking of that kind of thing. Well, I mean, the Brits have unfortunately imported all our nonsense woke shit, and they ramped it up. Yeah, I think I they, they wouldn't do that. I think they actually have made it worse, and I don't. I mean, I wish I could say different, but I, I I do think they've like took it and ran with it. Like they're on they're on pace to outdo us, I think, at this point. Well, I mean, I, I you know the the problem is is their cognitive dissonance, and and the biggest example I could give you is that you'll see John Cleese tweet, "London doesn't look like London anymore." Yeah, it's not it's not hospitable for native Londoners. You say, yeah, that's because that's, right. and then he'll tweet something like, uh, some nonsense woke stuff about mm. Trump or conservatives or something. It's like, well, you then you keep voting for the stuff that you're complaining about, mm. or you're supporting the people that are doing the things that you're complaining about. But <coughs> you don't see that. I, I, it's like I said, it's like, why do you keep voting for Nancy Pelosi? She's casting spell. Why do you think she's nuts? She's nuts. Why do you keep voting for it? There's so much of that going on right now where people are just in this weird cognitive dissonance where they don't see. Like, I, I mean, and again, I don't want to get too far off track, but I mean, how do you look at five black cops beating and killing a black man and say it's white supremacy? Mm-hmm. Where the mayor and the city council and the police chief and everybody else is black, but somehow it's white supremacy. I'm like going, I, you're stuck. You see what you want to see, yeah. and you can't bring it together in your mind what's actually going on. And it's the same with these movies. You know, you you keep doing all this forced diversity, pretending you're not racist when it's clearly racist. Yeah. Okay. Well. I, sooner or later, reality is going to hit you like a freight train. It's going to happen. You can't be yeah. this unserious this long because actual serious things are going to fall apart, and then you're gonna you're going to be forced to deal with your shit. And yeah. Acceleration, baby. I'm yeah. waiting for it. It's coming. Do believe me. All right. So let's just go on to the Oscars themselves, and then we'll wrap it up here. Oh, I need a drink. I'm. Once again, I'm talking like I like to hear my own voice, which is weird. (laughs) (sighs) Okay, so uh, I will go through some of these and see. I'll just list them off, and then you pick yours and and which one Uh, you think is stupid. All Quiet on the Western Front. Avatar. Yeah. Neither one of those deserve an Oscar nomination for anything. You didn't like All Quiet? I thought you did. No, I I was lukewarm on it. I gave, I think I gave it like a three out of three and a half out of five or something. I could have swore you really liked that. Uh, maybe it was Phil. Uh, I 
I have not brought myself to watch it because that was one of those I had to watch the original for like a, a report in high school. It just feels like work. Mm. Um, Avatar: The Way of the Water, absolutely not. Uh, Banshees of Inisher, Inisher, yeah, British shit. Yeah, who cares? You know, um, call me Chatbo. You know, the former network executive. He just tweeted on it. He says this movie sucked. Yeah, I, I agree with him. <laughs> he he did not like it. He, he basically said it was two guys that are arguing with each other. They're both unlikable, and he, he, he has no idea. It, again, it sounds like one of those pretentious up-your-ass movies. Very pretentious. I tried watching it, and I was like, this is – I don't get it. Elvis, I honestly – I I know Matt loved Elvis. I just did not. I mean, first of all, I, I what was my joke in my – you're in review. It's like Baz Luhrmann makes the one millionth Elvis biopic, earning him a all expense shopping spree at Winn Dixie in Atlanta. You know? It's <laughs> like, how many more ways you gonna tell the Elvis story? And this yeah. is like done in this weird fairy tale, and it doesn't really dive too deep. I guess it's more about the Colonel and what a piece of shit he was. But it's like I'm kind of like you hired a carnival barker to be your Mm. <laughs> to be your agent and he and he fucked you what a shock <laughs> my mom <laughs> loved my mom loved it though i i guess it to me it just felt like more style than substance a lot more yeah. i i couldn't I, I, I got like 45 minutes into it and turned it off so that's there's there's my decree on it yeah I mean, the did old, you kind of get that feeling as well, though? I mean, Baz Luhrmann, I, I know he did Moulin Rouge and all that, and he's good at making – like, I really liked Australia. I, I think I'm in the minority on that, but I actually liked Australia. But this one, I was like, eh, I, I don't yeah. get it. Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once, we discussed that. The Fablemans, people are talking up that movie, and I was like going – I even read the other media liked it. I was like going, eh. Yeah. I, I just I didn't feel like it had that much to say. I'm sure it was it meant a lot to Spielberg. I could see why it would mean a lot to Spielberg, but I so personally just couldn't connect just, to it. Yeah, it's just so self indulgent. I don't have any interest in something like that, especially giving an award for anything other than most self indulgent movie of the year. Maybe the only the only thing I could the only thing I could think of in the whole thing was like this father really got shit on. He did. He did. <laughs> the husband of the father really got shit on. Very big cook. Uh, Tar. I've not seen that yet, but I want to give I it a try. Haven't seen it. Uh, Top Gun Maverick. That wait a minute, what Cr- crowd what is, pleasing? Is this movie of the year or best picture? We we're talking about best here? picture. Best picture. Oh movies, yeah. man, that that. I mean, it is. Let's, I mean, regardless of the quality of that movie, that's a stretch to, for that to be in what I would. That's consider it. That's 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 best picture because of the. When they score it, you know, they like, you know, story, characterization, you know, emotion, all that. And then they box office receipts. And that really put it over oh, the yeah. top. Uh, I guess so. I loved Top Gun Maverick. I mean, yeah, I, I know I, you did. You say, is it the best picture? It's like, well, was it really good? Do I like watching it again? Is it, could it be considered kind of a semi classic through the years? Maybe. I mean, is the Northman on the list for best picture? Well, I think that was last year. No, that was this. Oh, it was, wasn't it? Uh, I was 21, yeah. Well, I thought, no, no, that was this past year, 2022. Nope. 
I'm yeah, it has to. Sure it oh, you're no, I, it's, I didn't watch it that long ago. Well, it says 2022. You're right. I told you. Yeah. If that, if it's that only is got not a 2.6 rating, that's a dog shit list. Then that is a great movie. 89% of Rotten Tomatoes, but user reviews on Google are not great. Who um, well, it didn't do it, didn't, yeah, it didn't make it on most of this. It looks like so, man, it's not on this list. Uh, the last two are Triangle of Sadness, which we discussed, and then Women Talking, which I can't imagine. That's the winner. On God's green earth, I wouldn't want to go see a, a yeah. movie about women talking. That, that'll that be the winner right there, though. <laughs> it's got enough of that in my own house. That one or everything, everywhere, all at once. If I was a betting man, though, and I may just bet on them again this year because I, I won a little money last year betting on them because all you have to do is pick the most wokest dog shit picks and you, you'll get it. But I, I don't know. I'm going to... I think it will be women talking, but I'm gonna hedge. I'm gonna hedge my bets and actually bet on everywhere. I think you, you know it'd be you know it'd be funny that you know it's all it's all split up between those, and so then uh, Top Gun ends up taking. It. <laughs> <laughs> you they're can not, win a lot of money on the long shot bet. They're not going to give an Oscar to a Tom Cruise airplane movie. No, no they're I, not. You know, but I would I would laugh myself sick. I would, I would laugh myself into a pat sweating coma. Yeah, they're not. They're going to give it to the women's movie. They're not going to give it to any. Yeah. What's next? Uh, actor in a leading role. So Austin Butler and Elvis. I I will say Butler knocked it out of the park in portraying Elvis. Yeah. You just don't think it was that great a movie, but as far right. as him portraying Elvis, he was amazing. Yeah. Colin Farrell and the Banshees of Inisherin. Uh, Brendan Fraser, the Whale. I haven't seen that yet. I did not realize that even came out. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. Um, I don't know. Paul Meskel in After Sun. I, I don't know what that is. Never even heard of it. And Bill Nye in Living. Bill Nye, the science guy. Are we oh kidding? Is that? It can't be the same guy, can it? That's probably. Who knows? If, if it is, if if it really is him, I'm like, I give up. Yeah. Oscars, you just you just committed seppuku. Yeah. Uh, actress in a lead role, Kate Blanchett in Tar. I I would I would not be surprised if she got that just because it's fucking Kate Blanchett. Uh, Anna Diarmas in Blonde. Blonde was a dog shit movie. Dog shit movie. Dog shit movie. Andrea Riseborough to Leslie. Uh, Michelle Williams in The Fablemans, and Michelle Yeoh Everything Everywhere All at Once. They'll give it to Yeoh. I think they should. I mean, she had to do a lot of stuff in that movie. Yeah, and she's she is a quality actress. She is. She a deserves quality, it. I think. Yeah, she she's a, a legit quality actress. Uh, best uh, director: Martin McDonough, Banshees of Inisherin, Daniel Kwan, and Daniel Scheinhart. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Steven Spielberg, The Fablemans, Todd Field, Tar, and Ruben Ostlin, A Triangle of Sadness. I honestly could see it, it unless every, unless this is one of those years where everything everywhere all at once gets all of it, like you know, like Titanic did. Yeah, I could honestly see something like Tar or Triangle of Sadness getting this. Mm. I haven't seen either one of those, so I can't I can't make a judgment call on that. You know, like one of those, like because they're kind of split on different things, so they give this one to this guy, this one to this guy, this one to the, you know how they do it. Yeah. Actor in a supporting role: uh, Brendan Gleeson, Banshees of Inisherin, 
uh, Brian Tyree Henry Causeway. I don't never even uh, never heard yeah, of that. Me neither. Uh, Judd Hirsch and the Fablemans. Ah, oh, that's a Judd Hirsch was in there for like ten minutes. Mm. He like came and they did they they like he came. He stayed overnight. He did one scene and he was out. Yeah, I mean, best supporting. He was fine, but he was barely in the movie. I think you should have more screen time than like, you know, 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Unless you do something like amazing in those 10 minutes. You know what I mean? Look, I like, I like Judd Hirsch just fine, but I, he was Judd Hirsch. He was doing Judd Hirsch. Yeah. That, that's a, that's a, we we're running, we don't know who else to grab. (laughs) Barry Keoghan. She's a Venturin and Kehu Kwan, everything everywhere at all at once. I'm just I'm just rooting for a short round. Me too. I hope he gets it. He deserves it for that movie. Yep. He legit deserves uh, that. Yeah. Actresses supporting role, Angela Bassett and Black Panther and Wakanda Forever. That's who'll get it. That's, that's, a, get that's it. a diversity nomination, ain't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, that movie was <laughs> terrible. And she she died. 30 minutes into it, too, I think. I don't know. I can't remember that movie. Uh, Hong Chow and the Whale. Carrie Condon, the Banshees of Incheron. Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween. No, I'm kidding. Everything, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> <laughs> and Stephanie Hsu, everything, everywhere, all at once. No, that's who will get it right there. I think that yeah. everything, everywhere, all at once. I'm calling now. I think it'll sleep this year. I hope it does. I really do. I, I mean, I honestly believe it was a it was a quality movie, and it wasn't it wasn't full of woke nonsense, and it it was trying to do something really different. I think it succeeded. So yeah, I, I think mean, it. I think it had some woke for that it. reason alone. I would like it to win instead of something like Triangle of Sadness, which I thought, ugh. yeah, you know, it had some woke uh, animated feature film. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, Marcel the Shell with shoes on. You notice I had to say Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio as opposed to Walt Disney's Tom Hanks dog shit Pinocchio remake. <laughs> yeah. Don't want anybody to get confused there. <laughs> yeah. Puss in Boots. That's, that is a sleeper, apparently. I've seen a lot of word of mouth about that. Not that I'm ever going to watch it, but I'm seeing a lot of talk about it. The Sea Beast. I, I have no idea what that is. That is about my ex wife. Turning Red. <laughs> sea Beast. Took <laughs> t- 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 took a few seconds for that to sink through the first four <laughs> or five layers, but I got it. Uh, I'll skip documentary. International feature film. All Quiet on the Western Front. Uh, Argentina, 1985. Close. EO and The Quiet One. I don't I'm going to guess All Quiet's going to win that one. I'm going to guess that, too, because it's the only one I know. <laughs> it's the only one I heard of and seen. So. Writing, adapted screenplay, All Quiet on the Western Front. No, that's Pass a terrible... Onion. Sorry. Go, go, go ahead. ahead. Uh, it's a terrible adapted... If it's adapted for the book, it's not close hardly at all, so... But... I don't, uh, I don't know. You seem to be on the on the minority on that one. People seem to be pretty impressed with it. I mean, uh, it's, it's it's got a lot of good things, but it's also dour and and 
I think it's a point, you know. Oh yeah, I guess you you know. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> guys! Know. It's World War One. It'll be fun. Don't you oh. love living in trench shit? It's great. It, Yoda, Yoda, you're so naive. Of course it was fun. <laughs> Otherwise, they wouldn't have had a. They made a sequel. They, they, they made, made a sequel. <laughs> yeah. They they even brought back the villain from the last one. <laughs> And and we're trying to make it a trilogy right now. <laughs> this time they're changing it up. They're 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 moving the villain out yeah. there a little ways. Yeah, know? getting it bigger this time. Yeah, yeah. It's all, it's like Guardians Three. You know, they're gonna go dark. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, living. Oh, Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery. That that movie, from what I saw, it's like it's a mystery because every character is stupid. <laughs> isn't, that a, uh, isn't that a roundhead ryan johnson short yes oh yeah i don't care about that shit top gun maverick and women talking women talking man oh that's a get it because they got original give, screenplay original they got to give it to whammon yeah yeah uh, okay, moving on to writing an original screenplay instead of adapted. Uh, Banshees of Inchirin, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, and Triangle of Sadness. I, I, I hope everything everywhere, everywhere all yeah, at once. Yeah, I think yeah that it wasn't a you know I think it's going to sweep though mostly. They'll give it some token like women and black actress because that's their thing nowadays. But I don't know. It's kind of, it, you know, it could go either way because everything everywhere is an all Asian cast. And one of the characters is an Asian gay woman. So does that, you know, you got to look at the scale of like inequality and victim class. It, it, being black, more of a victim or being a gay woman, Asian, which one outweighs the other in like victim? I know, the, the, the progressive, the, the victim stack, the pyramid yeah. is difficult yeah. to see. People shifted all the time. Yeah. See, they uh, recently only... had. We, we recently had those two shootings in California of Asians, but the perpetrators were Asians yeah. themselves. So that they've lost a little of their stock by being yeah. the bad guys, you know. The only thing I know for certain is that I'm always at the bottom. Yeah. Uh, cinematography: All Quiet on the Western Front, Bardo, Elvis, Empire Light, and Tar. I'm kind of disappointed that Top Gun did get there. I mean, he fucking shot yeah. inside actual jets, you know? I yeah. feel like that deserves something. On that list, though, All Quiet does deserve that. that there is some good work on that one. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you. Elvis was pretty to look at. I mean, it was good looking. It just wasn't that Gay. Gay. Not Elvis the Man. Oh, oh. <laughs> the movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The movie. Elvis the Man is fucking hot in his year he was pretty just, he was he was a dreamboat he was i tell you the, the, the early uh, years not so much the last few years <laughs> he looked like me and, he looked almost as bad as me and you the last few hey years. i tell you he was in the 70s he was twice the man he used to be <laughs> yeah or at least twice the ass from what yeah. i saw he, he, he weighed twice as much anyway oh jeez that poor guy he he, he could have stayed off the drugs. Who knows? But aliens took him home. It's fine. Uh, film editing. The Banshees of Insurin, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Tar, and Top Gun Maverick. 
I, I tell you, from an editing standpoint, you got to give it to everything everywhere all at once because there is so much shit going on, mm. and the fact that it doesn't that you don't that you're not lost and that you're easily yeah. following it. I agree with you there. That if That's, if hands down, it deserves that one. Absolutely. I mean, I I think I could say that from a just an objective point of view. Yeah, I yeah mean, these yeah these are like honest appraisals on this, not so much the uh, judging by what's going to win by the woke equality. So, from yeah. from personal opinion, that should be the winner on that one. And when usually things like editing and stuff, they usually go by less woke reasons. They actually do seem to when they get the more technical stuff. They right. do that. It's it's only in the directing, screenplay, actor, actress best picture and they get really woke but yeah uh music original score uh all's quiet on the western front babylon banshees of insurin everything everywhere all at once or the fablements i don't know uh, I, that's i mean yeah. sc- scores these days suck yeah they're nothing to really even bother I, honestly i would probably give it to the <clears throat> fablements just because I, I john williams score was good in it and it's mm. john williams yeah and he does themes nobody does fucking themes anymore they just do musical atmosphere you know walls of sound nonsense it's like write a goddamn theme that i can hum Mm -hmm. um music original song applause hold my hand lift me up not to not to this is a life uh just from titles alone i'm gonna go with not to not to because that just sounds awesome (laughs) i have no idea about (laughs) any of these songs yeah i don't either i can't make an informed comment on any of it no uh let's see we're into production design all quiet avatar babylon elvis the fablements avatar Ab- should be disqualified yeah it, computer gra- yeah yeah that, uh, that's not even it should be under design. animated feature yeah <laughs> or at least seriously. have or at least have uh computer design and then have everything else you know yeah well maybe they should have a new category it's like uh uh Best green screen? Yeah. Best use of <laughs> green like, screen. Best use of green screen. Uh, costume design. Babylon, Black Panther, Elvis, everything everywhere all at once. Oh, you got to give it to Elvis. You got to give it to Elvis. Who who had better costumes than Elvis? Have you ever seen those giant collars he wore? Let's well, I mean, they, they did do all the costumes pretty well. Yeah. There was one scene where they had him... Um, they had him doing the the concert, right? But they mm-hmm. wanted to show that he was doing the same concert, you know, in a lot of different places. And so, without, like, he would he would get down on his knee, start swinging his arm around, and everything. But as they were zooming in on him and doing that, every two seconds they would cut to where he was doing that at the next concert. So it looked like he was doing it all at the same time in a flow, but every single one was a different outfit. Yeah. It was like I, white, I, then yellow, then blue. Then it was it was a cool shot. I got it. I admit. bet that it yeah, I love that sort of thing. I love it when I see like even normal people on like Instagram doing like the time exploit where they're like moving yeah. through and their clothes change, but every I, I like that kind of editing. But uh, so I mean they had a lot of costumes in there. So I mean Elvis, Black Panther had pretty cool costumes. I gotta admit because you have, you know, it's one of those superhero movies. They gotta put a lot of effort into it. I know nothing about Babylon, and I, honestly, everything everywhere all at once. I mean she was mostly wearing a like a a frumpy outfit with a sweater. I mean mm. <laughs> there was a lot of costumes, but they weren't anything because right. they were all normal people, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
I feel like that was not really there. Makeup and hairstyling, all quiet. Uh, don't care. The Batman. Oh, yeah, the Batman. Uh, Black Panther, Elvis, and the Whale. You kind of give it to, to Brendan Fraser's fat makeup. He does look. It does look pretty good. I think that's really just fat, though. Uh, so then they, we get into... They call that method acting. I don't know if yeah, you're... Yeah, yeah. So what... How, what what'd you use to create that effect, Twinkies? A lot of peanut butter. And <laughs> a lot of Twinkies. <laughs> uh, live action, short film, documentary, short film, anime, short film, I don't care. Uh, sound, All Quiet, Avatar, The Batman, Elvis, and Top Gun. I give it to Top Gun. Yeah, Top Gun should have that. Visual effects, uh, All Quiet, Avatar, The Batman, Black Panther, and Top Gun. Again, I I go with Top Gun because Avatar is just we're just building in a computer. Yeah, they didn't put they, they. I I could see everything everywhere to a certain extent on effects. Most, but most of that's due to editing than is actual effects. And the, Top Gun, I mean, they fucking flew in actual yeah, jets. Yeah, yeah, that's why Top Gun should get it. There's real jets and shit. Yeah, so that's that's the Oscar list. So, Lord help you put us. Yours, God help us, that's the best we have to choose from from last year. Yeah, it's not good, is it? When was the last really good year of film that we've had? I mean, just where it was like all year, it seemed like bangers. I can't even remember anymore, man. I mean, you know, we've talked about 1982, how amazing that was. I mean, there's just one classic after another that year. Uh, but as far as last, you know, reasonably good year. Last decade. Get, uh, just a decade. Last decade. Well, I mean, let's let's see. If you go the... Uh, I mean, the 90s had quite a bit of good stuff. No, 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 no. Earlier I part meant, of the decade. I meant this past decade. 2012 to... Oh, the last 20, 10 years? Yeah. No, not much. I mean, 2012 maybe because you had Dark Knight Rises, you had Avengers, and there was some other stuff that year that was pretty good. Oh yeah, um, 20 wasn't um um uh did James Bond uh, Skyfall that year too? Skyfall was that year. That was a very good one. Yeah. Um, let me let me just bring it up here real quick. Like 2012 to about 2015, 16 had some pretty good runs in those years not not necessarily all-time classics like stuff from the 80s but but some pretty so, good st- it's a mix of shit though you know it's like yeah. you have the avengers dark knight rises i i'm not as sold on that one i mean it's good because it's christopher nolan and it's reasonably good but it's got a lot of problems hunger games i i kind of like the hunger games i think the reason why is because it's such a anti-establishment type of film <laughs> That whole that whole series is very based. Can you, if you think uh, about it, no, there's nothing based about a mega franchise raking in billions of dollars. Made no, by the same. but I mean the story. <laughs> the story is. I like the story's it. based. We got Capital I, City living off the the working class and and yeah. not even the working class, just just you know eating so much that they throw up on purpose and they wear all this ostentatious stuff and they're so disconnected from the world. You mean it, current day? Current day, you mean? Yeah, a little current day. Uh, Skyfall. But then you got Twilight Saga, Breaking Dawn Part 2. Mm, a classic it was for all the a age. dream. <laughs> classic for the ages. 
you had the first Amazing Spider-Man, where it wasn't good. Uh, mm. Brave, that was the first Pixar misstep. The Hobbit, I mean, Jesus. Ted, of- Madagascar 3, Men in Black 3. Ugh. I forgot. The oh, Lorax, oh, commie Man. nonsense. Uh, Men in Black 3 was a masterpiece compared to Men in Black International, though, so I guess. In yeah, re- that's true, re- but it wasn't that re- great. Yeah, yeah, in retrospect, yeah. Wreck-It Ralph, Snow White and the Huntsman, Taken 2, Electric Boogaloo, uh, Lincoln, that's reasonably good, Prometheus, hey, I mean, did you what see, piece uh, of shit that was. Speaking of Lincoln, did you see Razor Fierce's uh, hour-long dissertation about Lincoln? I didn't. I'll have oh, to go look for that. You gotta watch it. You gotta okay, watch it. Okay, you did have Django and Chain that year. That's that was a good. One. That was a good movie. Woke as shit, but still a solid, fun, uh, entertaining movie. They also had Battleship. <laughs> oh yeah, John Carter, Dark Shadows. Uh, Remember that D- Johnny Depp piece of shit? Yeah. Oh man, that, I mean John John Carter just ruined a what's his face's career, didn't it? Like oh, that man. end. He that was it for him. I, I, he's done nothing since then, has he? You know what's sad is that movie is not that terrible, but it just it just cannot connect for some reason. Mm. I don't know if it's all the weird names or what it is, but it just doesn't just doesn't work. Um, Argo, that was good. Yeah. Uh, Magic oh. Magic Mike, I know you love that one. Oh uh, yeah, they're making a third one, right? I think there's a third one. Yeah, I know. My wife is all over that. Oh god, the the Total Recall remake Uh, i I can't even recall it we don't we don't talk about that in this house (laughs) terrible it's just not a lot here and i i mean nothing that i would call i mean avengers yeah but after that and then you get to 2013 and by 2014 things are getting really woke yeah you know they started iron man 3 was the big movie of 2013 and man of steel frozen which I, you know, solid kids movie, but a kids movie. Mm. Star Trek Into Darkness, which was dog shit. Thor: The I Dark World. I kind of liked it. I kind of liked it. I'm not a you Star would. Trek. Well, I'm not a Star Trek fan. It was a stupid. That's action why you movie liked it. Yeah, I, it was a stupid action movie to me, and you know, it was okay to me. The gar- garbage, garbage movie. I'm sure it was uh, for Star Trek. As far as Star Trek goes, I'm sure. That was that was the uh, that was the year that that they did Star Trek Into Darkness and then they did Amazing Spider Man two and there was a couple of others where um, what's the guy's name uh, the, the guy that's running Star Trek now the the Kurtzman Alex Kurtzman uh-huh. where they did all this everything they do is magic blood if you have magic blood mm. you remember uh, Edge Edge of Tomorrow was magic blood that one was actually oh, a very yeah. good movie but everything was about magic blood for like two or three years for some reason. You're right. Spider-Man's not... magic blood would would fix the Dave DeHaan, nor, yeah. you know Harry Osborn, and uh, I, 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 and they, Khan's magic blood brought Kirk back to life. And, uh, what what was it about that? I don't know. I never understood it. Um, the Wolverine, GI Joe Two, Identity Thief. I have no idea why uh, that G. makes this movie. GI Joe Two is worth watching just for the Ninja Mountaintop fight scene. It's it, about I, it. I'm not even joking. That is a superb action sequence. That here's another one. Made a t- ton of movie that to me is kind of an avatar. It's better, but it's still it's like it's it's great to watch in theaters, especially in 3D. And after that, it just it's not very good. And that's Gravity. 
Gravity was great in 3D in the theater. After that, it's no point. Yeah, it's just no. It doesn't work. Yeah, it's yeah. A, there's nothing there. So, um, and then 2014. Now he did have Guardians and Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Both were probably yeah. the pinnacle of. That was the peak of Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. Um. But then more Hobbit, that first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles remake, fucking mm. terrible. Um, 300 Rise of an Empire, which... Dog shit movie. Yeah. Edge of Tomorrow was great. I loved Edge of Tomorrow. Um, I didn't I, care for it that much. The sequel to Dumb and Dumber, which I never liked Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. The Godzilla movie. I mean... That then, liked, I liked Godzilla 2014 quite a bit myself. Oh, yeah. I love watching everybody watch Godzilla tear apart shit on the TVs they're watching. It was great. Uh, you know, stop. <laughs> I'm not going to hear right. uh, No, you're not, because anybody that's watched any actual Japanese Godzilla movies knows that it's like, that's the way they do it on that, and then at the end you get the shit. Uh, 2015 is when everything really went downhill to me. Because you had The Force Awakens came out. When did the you sequel had... to uh, Sin City come out? Now you talk about a massive disappointment on my for me. That was a major disappointment because the first one. Uh, oh, I love the first one so much. I and did I had, too. And then the second uh, one, twenty fourteen. So, yeah, I was so hyped for that man, and I went watching. I was just like, I just got this sinking feeling in my stomach. I was like, I can't believe. First of all, my first thought was, has it just been too long between sequels? Which is probably true. But uh, it just did not have the same quality. I don't know, man. I just, oh. Well, the, the seeds were sown in 2015, I think, more than any other time when we had Jurassic World and Star Wars, The Force mm. Awakens, come out. It's like, oh, no, the remakes that are kind of good to, for all the nostalgia, but it's getting not, not good, and you're introducing a lot of woke stuff. And then 2016 came out with Ghostbusters, female ghostbusters and it's been shit since then that's when they went they leaned into the woke that's when they really yeah. leaned into it yeah that's and when now, they said now making movies is some sort of weird political nonsense yeah statement. yeah we're not about making movies and stories we're not, we're pushing this the message now 24 and then you add to that the election of trump which broke yeah. all their brains and yeah it's, just, it's just been dog shit ever since yeah well, you say we wrap well, it up. Yeah, I think so. We've had a, we haven't really had anybody. Oh, we've had a few watchers today. That's good. Yeah. Oh, Maddie. Yeah. One comment. One comment. Maddie, you guys he, he, are great. Thank he you. Came, he came in to harass uh, Matt, and Matt wasn't here, so he, <laughs> he left. Well, it's just two of us, so we aren't talking all over each other now, so that's yeah. good. All right. Well, thank you very much for watching. Remember, we are lastmovieoutpost.com, your latest for all your movie news, streaming news, and everything good about film. We are the cool news now. You can reach me at DrunkenYoda1. Also, uh, you'll see Phil at at PhobaPhil. And uh, our main Twitter is, of course, at MovieOutpost. Uh, we are lastmovieoutpost.com. And uh, we have stories each and every day. So come on over and keep yourself up on the latest of movie news and streaming news. Uh, Facebook slash Last Movie Outpost and Instagram at Last Movie Outpost. I think I got it all. I think that's it.
I think I did it. So thank you very much, Sean, for coming on. Um, and uh, for those of you who like the sports ball like I do, go Chiefs. <laughs> we will see. I don't know who's going to be here next week. We'll yeah. just see how I, it goes. I definitely won't be here because I've got a bunch of friends coming in from the other end of the state. To uh, We're going to camp out Saturday night into Sunday, so I, I won't be able to make it. Fair enough. And I think, you know, part of it is it's just January is just a shit time. It's tough, Not a man. lot coming out. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll do the best we can. I think Ant-Man comes out in the middle of February and some wow, of the movies. So we'll that's definitely a, come. That's an odd choice. I would have thought they'd save that to like May or something, you know. Maybe it's March. I don't know. Or April. Um, oh, I, I, I'm interested in it because I'm hearing like it feels like it's a return to form. At least that's what they're saying. Which that's would hope. be nice. Yeah. His face... <laughs> Uh, they've they they've got to do a course correction because Phase Four almost wrecked everything they built. It Who's, did wreck everything they built. Is it the same director as the last two Ant Man? Yeah, he's been pretty yeah. solid. He's been pretty yeah. solid. The, the Ant Man movies haven't been like amazing, but they've also not been bad in any way. They're just smaller, fun movies, yeah. and I've they kind feel of appreciated that. They feel like very solid Phase One movies, which is not which is good, you know. Yeah. I, I like them uh, for what they are. And, you know, sometimes it's nice to have something that isn't, you know, all about the big giant storyline or whatever. And boy, yeah. everything they did in Phase 4. just I, There was one thing they did good in Phase 4, and that was uh, No Way Home. And that was That's, a Sony joint. Yeah. That's the only, so, yeah. The only good one. That's the only so, one I watched. That's the only one I bothered to watch. And that's because Tobey Maguire came back in it and, and the villains and stuff, you know? Yeah. I mean, they. it could have been a nostalgic, you know, member Barry nightmare, and it, it wasn't. It was. It turned out really well. And uh, I don't know why everything else. I mean, you look at the Eternals and some of these others. I mean, they're just so bad. Mm. And then the shows. I, I oh, mm. just nothing was good. The only one that I actually marginally enjoyed was WandaVision because it had an interesting hook to start it out with. But once it turned, it just it just didn't do it just didn't end very well. I don't so. think I I think not having these shows in between movies is not helping them either. No, yeah. it's over it's over it's overkill. It's too much yeah. and I think people are just burnt out and they've got to get back to basics and they they don't have to put out so much. Right. Um, so we'll see. I I am interested to see what happens with streaming services over the next couple of years. I feel like there's a <laughs> there's a reckoning coming. Yeah, for sure. So it may be something we talk about one day. Mm. All right. Well, thank you very much, Sean, and uh, thank you very much, everyone, for watching or listening, or if you're listening to this on podcasts. Uh, appreciate it, and we will see you on the next one. Take care, everyone.